Yo, 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 this is Edwin Maswane, M-A-S-O-N-E in the mix. Today is a special day. It is a special episode. This is one of the most educational episodes by far, you know. Today, I've got my special guest, Letu, one of the up-and-coming Vols artists. She's a singer, she's a rapper, she's a great-ass cook. And I've got the most trending couple in the Vol Triangle. Former co-host and host of CD Bang FM, The Boysins. You can also check them on Facebook Watch as well. Just search hashtag OnlyBoysins. Yo, they'll be joining us later in the show. But right now, I've got my baby girl, Coco. She doesn't want that name. That's that's my name. Coco is my name. I call her Coco. You call her Leto. That's her stage name, right? And it's coming to be like a government name. No, don't <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, let's just see watch out, bro. Oh no, don't say that. <laughs> um, there were too many cocos on the ground. Oh, so I remember, remember, you okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of May, I released my first single, No More. Oh, where can we get it? Slicker on Life, because that's the only platform I wanted yeah, that song yeah. to be on because it's my first song. Mm. I can't be expecting people to stream it. But now, for the rest of my EP, we've got like all the digital platforms, so... Today, we just have to make it a little bit subtle and, you know, something that we as South Africans have a serious issue of, which is mental issues uh, when it comes to men. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your views as a woman about mental issues when it comes to men? Do you feel like we have to open ourselves up to to situations or any predicament? I mean, with men, I feel like for you guys, it's very difficult for you to speak up about your mental health issues because especially with black men, you're not supposed to have those issues. You're supposed to be strong. That's what our parents would tell us. So I feel like men are holding back because of what society may say. No, I, I feel like, yo, I'm going to stand on the male side. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand on the male side right now because, like, to open up to to our situations, even though we might be, let's say, I have this huge thing going on at home. Mm. Now, I can't talk to them and, you know, like, tell them, you know, male mom, dad, can you stop fighting or something like that because, like, you know how African parents are. Mm. But, look, I, disrespectful. Don't do that. And then, I come to you, I try to talk to you because it's already installed within me um, that I should keep my shit to myself, you know, to never talk about my issues to other people because it might it might seem that I am weak. Mm-hmm. People like men, African men, I cannot, I cannot say establish dominance because nowadays there are feminists mm-hmm. out there. So we need to have an equal, um, an equal platform where females and males are at the same level. But in terms of mental health, I feel like there will always be a double standard because it's very easy for a woman to speak up about <laughs> how she's feeling. <laughs> but the minute a guy does it, it's gay or yeah, yeah, it's frowned it's upon weak. by society, yeah, it's yeah. weak. You know, you're weak all of a sudden. So I think it's because of how we were raised, like generation it after is. generation. It's basically how we were raised, it's, especially as Africans. Mm. You know, it's it's very difficult to say, you know, that I have this going on, especially when it comes to puberty. It's much more difficult when you are at that stage of puberty to talk about your issues because 
there are certain things guys we don't understand but we need clarity on but we cannot state and put our parents down and say you know what um i have this and this and this oh i'm, oh, I'm experiencing some hormonal issues um i have this crush on this girl and my pants are raising the bar i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's happening i need some explanation to this and then they will be like yo why are you talking about that you should be focusing on your studies i mm. feel there's that's mm. another there's another issues when it comes to african parents is that they they're not really broad when it comes to success mm. uh, they feel as if like uh, success um is you studying bending your neck all the time every day all mm-hmm. day just to look mm. at a book Mm. Whereas, you know, people, African people are very talented. They're multi-talented people. Mm. We haven't expanded that talent, that platform of talent into different fields, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm a little bit against of opening up. Yeah. But you see, that's my problem because um, I was just reading the statistics now, now on Google. And yeah. last year, the suicide rate was about 6.5. And of that 6.5, 5,000 were men. Mm. And people mm. still mm. don't want to talk about this you know like we can clearly see that men go through things but what I've realized about South African community is that when a man commits suicide they'll pay attention no they'll pay attention like for a few minutes and then they're over it but if a woman does it there will be a whole movement like there's a literally the whole world stops literally the whole country comes to a halt Mm. But with men, we can't see it like that, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like it's very unfair for people to believe that men are not allowed to be emotional. Because now, you guys are human beings as well, you know? You can't expect you to always have your shit together. Mm. It's just that, especially as Africans, men are raised not to show emotion. But do you think it's only just Africans that encounter such things because like yo um we could say when we say africans we don't mean black people specifically we also include other races because mm-hmm. some people might think we just including black people in this no, no, no but and uh, no, we're talking about um the general or the general men like by south africa as a whole yeah i feel in black communities it's very tough to be a man with problems and not talk about them because even if i were to say yo i can't i can go to my friends and we can talk about uh, my issues we'll definitely make fun of or, or laugh about the issues to make it seem as something that we can handle but sometimes it gets overboard to such an extent that we can't control the situation and we can laugh with you just to show that you know what we're strong and we're not gonna like get deep into it because i'm getting emotional we're not supposed to cry as men in front of other men you know because like that's when they um, notice that oh shit okay, and i find that very unfair as well yeah because now men are supposed to have it together mm. all the time like you guys are not allowed to break down and it's really mm. unfair because now you guys keep bottling shit up and Stress. that's why more men and cry. that's why yeah. y'all commit suicide yeah, but yeah. even when men commit suicide nobody talks about it it's just like it's just like oh hey yeah, it happened yeah, yeah. but yeah anyway type of thing you know and i feel like it's really unfair that's why yeah. a lot of men are taking their lives because who are they gonna Recently, talk to um there was an, an incident that happened I think a month back mm. um this guy in our neighborhood he committed suicide on the like he threw himself on the train track mm. apparently he had problems 
at home. Mm-hmm. His parents were fighting over a house because they were divorcing. He was caught in the middle of the, the fight and argument, so he didn't know what to do. It was so tough for him. It was so difficult for him to actually go through that. Even though he he had time to to talk to his friend, his friends was like, ah, don't don't worry about it. I was like, clean as I was strong. We go through these things, but some people will say that go to was like clean or you'll be strong because they don't go through. They're not going through what you're going through. Exactly. You know. Mm. So he was so upset. He was so hurt. They mm. were they were actually um, separating to to a point where he threw himself to the train tracks just to deal with that pain. Now both parents lost something precious. Like, instead of solving their problems, I feel like African parents should really establish this thing of not fighting in front of their children, even if parents it is, in general. Yeah, parents in general. Yeah, mm. they should establish this calm <laughs> level of dealing with situation, not raising their voices you know kids are very observant especially at the very young age mm. the, and they mimic whatever you do that's within the household yeah so True. once they establish the violent atmosphere within the household that's when at school they become more violent they become bullies they fight all the time mm. they're not very focused because that violence that's been planted within them is being fed has been nourished by more violence mm. so mm. I, I feel know. like it's also unfair for parents to fight in front of their children because then the child grows up thinking that kind of behavior is that's, normal. Yeah, it's that's how they that's solve, how we solve things. We yeah. solve things, you yeah. know, and now the child is gonna grow up to argue with people over small things. Over small things. But because so, as a kid that is what they were exposed to, now they feel like that is the norm. But do you think that it is the kid's decision to to you know to decide as they grow up you, you have your own choices to take and say, you know what, I had a very tough childhood mm. I need to this is what I need to do to change myself because in order to not be abusive as time goes because you get guys most of guys that are abusive have been exposed mm. to violence True. you know but some guys are just arrogant they just have this anger because there's something that's within them that that keeps on growing the thing is <laughs> Megan is white mm. oh yeah. no 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 I'm not I'm no, really no, not she's, she's, she's lying <laughs> she's <laughs> lying like I feel like Megan <laughs> not necessarily but yes I would also love that it does have like a broad perspective different races don't take depression the same way exactly and also parents also don't attend to depression the same way black parents True. don't believe in pressure mm. thank you we just say we'll see uh, parents don't don't treat uh, depression the same way mm. especially when we cause the difference in culture mm. and race uh, black parents uh, especially the ones from the hood don't know what depression is mm. they are not they are yeah. not enlightened they would normally just say I will say say I depression or what they to say it's just your moods but yeah. it's not just the moods depression does that I know it first hand it, mm. it, it kind of swings moods and mm. for people who don't understand it uh, they will think ah know when it hits the person suffering from depression mm. not only do they not know the reason but they are suffering from it and they can't control it That's yeah, because the most, they're not the most, educated yeah, the most painful people. part yeah. about depression mm. is the people suffering from depression mm. don't have control over it yeah, so it, it comes in and we were laughing 10 minutes ago and then all now of a sudden just, it's like a oh, head wave and it, it's it's treatable mm. yeah? but also you need to be around people who understand yeah. what depression mm. is mm. I feel like that was also my biggest problem when I was still living with my grandparents 
Um, my grandmother did not believe in depression. She believed that no, you have a roof over your head, you eat, you're not supposed to be depressed. And now that I've moved away from that kind of situation, I'm with people who understand depression. Yeah. Now I can deal with it without trying to hide how I really feel. And that's why I was saying that African parents don't allow you to feel. They don't because they, they don't. feel they like dictate, they, they dictate emotions. Exactly. That's why like a lot of men rules. kill themselves because men are seen as providers. Be strong. Exactly. They're not supposed to be emotional. Mm. Which is really unfair because men can't always have it together. Did you what do you have to say about this man? Like do you feel like men should open up more on personal issues? With, with men, it's more trust. Mm. And, and men struggle to find people they trust. Mm. Mm. So, the reason why most of them would end up uh, uh, um, killing themselves mm. is because they feel they don't have somebody trust enough to talk about depression. Mm. Because society believes men don't suffer from and depression. And they gossip. People gossip. And, and also, society believes that if a man emphasizes or shows his depression, mm. he's weak. Just mm. because you are free to express your emotions. Yeah. So, well, I, I also went through a phase of depression mm. uh, a good two years mm. where, because I didn't have anyone to t- talk to about it, yeah. I, it was literally two years of yeah. suffering. Not everyone is strong enough to gain control over their depression. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say I was one of the lucky ones to But how did you end deal up, with it? Yeah, it's, you... it's, I focused on other things. Okay. So I, I put my focus on other things and not that focusing on other things that move my mind away from it. Yeah. Not just ignoring. It fixes it. It doesn't fix it, but it helps. Okay. It minimizes the manifestation. Yeah. Okay. What did you do specifically in order to do work? Work. I, I buried all my emotions, and now I have easier ways to deal with it. To deal with it. Mm, it's it's still there. I think what Nathan is trying to say is like to not dwell on it. As much as you could be going through something, don't use it. Use that as I don't want to do anything mm, mm, to better my life. So I think that's what Nathan is trying to say. Like he used something, he did something instead of just sitting and thinking about it the whole time. But at the same time, as much as we all have different ways of dealing with it, simple example, Juice WRLD, right? He was an artist and his music was about how depressed he was. Mm. And people loved his music, but nobody ever wanted to talk Mm. about what he was really saying. And then he passed away and they're like, oh, I didn't know he was depressed. I didn't know it was this bad. A person would not put their emotions in a song if they're not feeling feeling that you know and I feel like even with men it's still that thing of as much as you may talk about it or even try to say that yo I'm going through this people are still going to look at you as weak because when you were still alive people looked at you as well like no he's a weak nigga why isn't he talking about bitches and strip clubs exactly like people like that and Fora they are very emotive artists but people don't listen to them because society sees them as weak yeah, you know definitely. and that is the most unfair thing especially when you come from um, a very traditional background mm. it's very hard to, to state your emotions or to to express your emotions because they literally beat the living daylights out of you for expressing your emotions but you tell them I mean you weak they make you feel worse yeah and then they make you feel worse mm. it's not healing now you try it's bullying yeah it's basically bullying mm. to, to highlight on black 
parents. Black parents will literally smack you. Then they smack you for crying. Then asking you, why are you crying? Mm-hmm. And you when know, you keep quiet, they'll, you they'll smack you for being quiet. They'll smack you for being and quiet. When you talk, they'll smack you for, for talking. talking. Damn you know, because damn if I don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now this is this is like when you have depression, right? You can't talk about your depression. You're getting punished for feeling pain. Now you decide to cry of that pain. Now they beating you up for crying because you're, you're crying. being punished exactly. by, by, by being sick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's much better that we educate general parents, African parents, we're talking about traditional parents, mm-hmm. you know, in order to, to know how to deal with um, um, depression and anxiety or any mental illnesses mm. you know that, that people suffer. yeah people <clears throat> suffer it could <clears throat> be us men it could be women because women are more open than mm. men so, so they express themselves yeah. so it's much easier for women to actually talk about the emotions because she can talk about her emotions mm. I mean like and they also take it lightly you need to support women as well mm. uh, their emotions they also take it lightly but recently I think the government is doing something when it comes to um, helping women to be noticed but it took so many people's and lives and it took a lot of lot of pain it, it took, took a, a lot, lot of pain. pain to actually you know for people to start to notice that women actually matter they do matter mm. you know so I feel like it shouldn't have been like that I feel like from jump the moment you elect a person the moment you put a person into a higher position than your own I feel like they need to mentor or they need to nourish their people because we didn't elect let you to child on people's money or, or taxes. <coughs> we place you there to, to nourish people, to, to lead them into the promised land, mm. you know, a world where people can actually live in harmony, you know. Mm. So, Megan, what do you have to say? How do you deal with your emotions? How do you deal with depression? Like Letty said, like everyone deals with it in their own way. Mm. For me, I need my space. Yeah. Like, I really need to be alone because yeah. if I'm not, I'm going to make everyone else uncomfortable mm. and then that's going to make me feel worse type of thing so I just I need time for myself for me to figure out what's going on mm. before I can even talk about it because I can't just go jump into the conversation when I don't even know yeah, what's, going what's going on, going on. Yeah, yeah. so that's the whole purpose of me just but then how did you do you have any siblings right? no I'm an only child you're the only child how if you were to be depressed how how do you think your parents I don't know if your parents are still here they are <laughs> how would your parents deal with you being depressed well like you guys said you guys are from the African culture and like the really cultured for me, I I was blessed. My parents understood. So with my dad, he went. He had his own type of depression. Mm. Mom was bipolar. Mm, mm. So it's kind. It's not hereditary, but it was bound to happen. Mm. So they understood. Mm. They got their help when they were depressed, mm. and they did the same for me. So with me, it was completely different from what like everyone else. And what advice would you give the general parents to 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 be educated when it comes to depression or anxiety? To listen. Mm. Thank Mm. Just and not listen. just to listen to hear, listen to understand. Because mm. even if I say understand, there's obviously going to be something deeper than that. Yeah. And that's what they need to understand. Yeah, they need to like dissect everything that's causing depression, right? Mm. So, yeah. The thing is, for me, it, it was difficult. <laughs> 
suffering <laughs> from depression living with my grandparents because my grandparents grew up in a different time old school yeah definitely men were providers they didn't cry they were just tough human dominant beings. yeah you know and with my depression when i came out and i told my grandparents that i was depressed mm. funny enough my grandfather understood more than my grandmother did my grandmother always wanted me to be this tough woman yeah like a woman who doesn't show emotion because she barely showed emotion yeah. like i was even shocked when she was crying at my grandfather's funeral because she was that kind of person who what always kept it yeah. together yeah so i'm not like that like if i'm feeling yeah. emotional people are going to know because i went through a six year depression yeah. where i was quiet yeah i went through the roughest time and everybody thought i was okay mm. so that's why now i've gotten to a point where if i'm not okay i'm going to talk about it because i don't want to go back to that place yeah because it was really difficult getting out of it, it really that takes place. courage mm. it really takes strength a tremendous amount of strength mm. to actually mm. you know dig yourself out mm. after falling into a, a an endless mm. hole of Dark depression hole. It, mm. it is very 2017 and 18 those years was were the most hardest years of my life i went through a lot especially when it comes to a relationship i'm a very expressive person mm. when i fall in love with someone i literally fall so deeply yeah. i believe in love so much that i tend to implement it because we we can say i love we can and tell the person that you love them but what are you doing to actually you know back your word up mm. you know what are you doing to actually show that you actually love them so 2017 was um was the most shittiest year of my life i was doing my trick and at that time i was I, I, I was in love with this girl and she was new at school and as time when she cheated on me um, any anything that she asked I would definitely do it and without hesitation you know there came a point where I was like you know what I'm giving my all I went full out um, I even told my mom yes as guys we have our contributions to, to depression is, is I think let ourselves to be depressed instead of like dealing with it firsthand once there are signs of depression um so at that time um i was going my family were was going through a, a phase so with that instead of supporting me she was doing other things so she, she literally added to the depression she literally added to the pre- to depression right so i grew so dark especially when you're a person that prays um at night in the morning that's how deep i was you know, I literally you embraced I, the pain. Yeah, I, I, you know, um, I started to listen to satanic music. It was that deep. It took me a, literally a year and a half to actually gain my soul back because I literally opened myself to all forces, mostly negative. That's how deep it, it got. But as time went, once you start to notice all the toxic things that you have that contribute to depression, that's when you the first step to actually, you know, acknowledging your depression and knowing how to deal with it, you know. I think um, I was also blessed to have a, a mother. I, 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 my father passed away while I was still young. But I was blessed to have a mother like mine because she understood where I was at at the moment. Even though she tried to help me, I pushed her away so many times. Um, she came back and came back even harder than yesterday you know so i think it's it was a blessing because i 
I attempted suicide thing 2017, but by God's grace, it didn't. Um, those pills didn't work on me. You know, I I didn't notice what I was drinking. I was crying, so I drank some vitamin pills. I know this is funny, but I drank vitamin pills. They can actually kill you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Know, they also yeah. kill you because they will, might cause you heart attack. Exactly. Time. Hence, I'm saying by God's grace, you know, I literally drank vitamin, a lot of vitamin pills, which you know, which just I, speeds up the, the process. process. That's why it literally can go to cardiac arrest in less than an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Because it's everything okay. accelerates. It accelerates. So the heart can't take it. It will explode. You know, My one suicide attempt. I also took a lot of vitamin. Exactly. Pills. It kills. It kills. It accelerates the heart. The heart can't take it. Explodes. You die. You die. Mm. And it doesn't damage the heart. It literally explodes inside. Mm. You know. And the brains as well because it it yeah it, it accelerates is, everything. Yeah, there's like a connection to the brain and the heart. Mm. Basically, you know. So I took those pills and I slept on the couch. My mom wasn't at home at the time. I think it was on Friday. Usually my mom comes home early on Fridays, but I think it was 5 p.m. But mm. there wasn't a lot of vitamin pills. Yeah, well, more than two years a lot. You know. Anything more than two is a lot. Anything more than two is a lot, and I thought to myself, you know what? As long as I didn't feel the pain of dying, I think it was much better than I just slept. Then my mom would just catch me there. But I woke up in the middle of the night. I think it was 9 p.m. I looked at the time. I was shocked because I was alive. The whole house was dark because my mom wasn't back home yet, you know. So I looked at the time. I think it was 9 p.m. and I was like, "Yo, what happened?" Oh, sorry. I took the vitamins and I looked at them and I was like, "Oh shit!" I drank a bottle of vitamins. That's when I laughed. That's when I started to notice, "Yo, I could have died." You know, I could have. I was being selfish, you know, to actually, you know, kill myself instead of, you know, reaching out to people who. Who understood me? Who actually that's, loved me? That's another thing that people yeah. don't understand. Yeah. That as much as you might think that killing yourself is the solution, the solution, but you're making other people suffer. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. Also, mm. attempting to kill yourself in a way is mm. selfish because now I understand I'm unhappy at that time mm. and I think I'm a burden mm. because of how deep the pain is. Yeah. I don't think how much hurt I'm putting for mm. the people who love mm. me. Because now they're gonna lose someone they love. Yeah. Because that person felt like he's a burden. Yeah. So also when I also attempted uh, killing myself, you know, uh, my mother like like saying to me, I'm lucky because I tend to overthink things yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah. So in my attempt, I'm already calculating the yeah. outcome. Okay. Okay. And then instead of just letting myself die, mm. I already do something to fix it. Yeah, to just to derail yourself from you going see? straight to it. So I think that's how I also easily found a way to deal with mm. my depression. Mm. It's not completely gone, but I'm lucky. I have, I have a girlfriend. Mm. I talk to her about everything. Yeah, everything that bothers me. Sometimes it takes me longer to communicate, mm. but I communicate because I don't want it to stay. I yeah. want to let it out so that yeah. I deal with other things. Yeah. I don't want to bottle. I don't want to build because yeah. when I build, I know what almost happened to me mm. because of building. Mm. So I don't want to build anymore. I would be that person for a day or two, two but yeah, then yeah. I will release it and that's what I'm saying I, I'm lucky I have, I have my girlfriend because like I said with men you need someone you trust mm. to deal with uh, 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 depression mm. that's okay, why before I couldn't this? like how do you deal mm-hmm. sorry how do you how do you deal with Nathan being depressed what are your solutions um, when it comes to dealing with Nathan's depression or how do you help each other he's, he mm. does also need his time mm. but the thing is he's not going to tell me that like I'm going to have to sense it basically okay that's how it is my dad was the same way if yeah. he was down 
he was he wasn't going to tell anyone mm. he wants to deal with it himself and that's what he does first he mm. tries to deal with it himself if he can't is it is that how men um trying to look dominant and I think it's still to, that yeah. thing instilled in men Mm. Is that that's what they have to do? They have to first figure it out by themselves. Mm. If you're going through something, you have to sit there and think about it. Because mm. going to your mates is gonna be like they're gonna joke yeah. around. Yeah, they definitely gonna joke. Because you're a man. Mm. Mm. You're not supposed to be thinking like this. That's a soft thing to think about. Mm. So that's why, like Nathan says, you you need to have someone you trust as a man. Yeah. Because in this era, as much as a lot of people are talking out about this, mm. it's still tough for men to mm. talk about this. Yeah. It's still, but I'm glad, like in an era where it's mm. gonna change, mm. the change is coming. Mm. So guys, I'm about to wrap this up. Um, anything that you wish to add? Okay, Coco um, can start. Led to guys. Coco. Hello now. <laughs> What I am going to say is that um, I even talked to Megan about it. I want to start an anonymous group yeah. for men and women with mental health issues where we all come together and we try and help each other find solutions. Mm. And it's not going to be that thing of it's announced everywhere. Whoever mm. what needs to come will come. Mm. But I really want to mm. give every single person that platform because we all need somebody to listen to what we have to say. Mm. You know, like we all really need a person who's going to listen and understand what we're going through. Especially listen to understand, not just listen. Because mm. it's very hard to go for me personally, this is why I don't believe in therapy is because I I don't believe a person who hasn't been through what I've been through mm. is going to be able to help me through whatever. Mm. I Definitely. find solace in talking to people who are similar with what I'm going through. Yeah. Okay. Um. This is Edwin Maswani M A S O A N E in the mix. Ah, today was a was a fulfilling. Fulfilling. Yeah, I was productive. Definitely productive. I'm sure you have heard. You know, it's not okay to bottle things up, especially us men. I think it's it's high time that we actually you know express ourselves um the best way we know how. You know, sure. Thank you guys. Sure.